0: welcome to new york talk um we are looking back at the goal of straw oxford united at kassam on saturday and we will have a very small very tiny look ahead to port bale on tuesday night as we look to go continue the unbeaten record uh we have danny with us danny's joining us again thank you for joining us danny
3: hello everybody how are we doing
0: very good thank you mate and we're going to attempt to do something that i'm a celebrity can't even do and we're going to go live to north wales yeah. Mick. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? We can hear you there. Yeah, it's, uh, I've not been it's evacuated or problems. anything. <laughs> no. Um, so this could go one of two ways: either it'll go fine and normal, or Mick will drop out at some point, um, yep. never to be seen again. So Let's see how it goes. It's
2: um, <clears throat> not, not that bad here. We're kidnapped. <laughs> I've been well. <laughs> Well... It's North Wales, yeah. the Wild West. I hope one kidnap me. <laughs>
0: yeah, suppose. it's <laughs> that as well. Um, so what we'll do, first of all, as we do always, is we'll have a quick word from our sponsor, Manscaped.
3: This video is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped are the best at below-the-waist grooming. Over 4 million lads and lasses use Manscaped worldwide, including yours truly. Now, Manscaped have given me an early look-see at their latest trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0, and I tell you what, it is some quality stuff. They've also given me a look-see at the ball deodorant and the ball toner which you use for your use code NYT for 20% off and free shipping at the checkout when you visit manscaped.com. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programme.
0: Thank you very much for that, um, So, because there's not no, a great deal was... to talk about from the game yesterday, uh, it was a bit of a well, it was nil-nil, uh, and it was a nil-nil game. We'll come on to that in a minute. Um, what we'll talk about first is is five years, five-year anniversary of Paul Warren taking the job um, as head coach for probably United or manager, whatever his official title is. Uh, so I'll have two minutes talking about that. Um, Danny, obviously that was quite early in your days of coming to watch the Millers. Um, I didn't think it would last five years, to be honest. When, after that Burton game. I was I spending was, I the time at the last five years, but I'm I'm really glad it has.
3: Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, <clears throat> I think I speak for most Rotherham fans when you say we thought it'd be an end of the season sort of job mm-hmm. for Paul Warner, and then we'd go again, be a new manager in League One. Um, but I'm very happy to have been proven wrong with that. It has been a, a rollercoaster five years, um, but it's probably been some of the best <clears throat> times to be a Rotherham fan, because even though it's been a bit of a, a yo-yo time, it's been all about what's been happening behind the scenes and setting up more or less a new club ethos from the ground up and getting people to buy into it. And I think we can all thank Warney for doing that, because he's become Mr Rotherham United, if you like. He embodies the friendly nature, but also the gritty determination to do well that this football club has so all you can say is fair play to him and I think all the best for the next five years as well mm.
0: yeah definitely I I put something to it I love saying that when he played for Rothery, he was my hero I wanted to be Paul Warren as boring as that is I just want to work with like play, play for Rotherham United and run around and pitch for a bit that's what he did um and yeah I and mean, now he's the manager and I love it mate, Mick it's just been like Dice, it's been it's been emotional roller coaster these last five years, but I feel like he's got us to a good place and the place we hoped he could get us to, but didn't we didn't think at the time.
2: Yeah, I mean it has been a roller coaster. Um, but I don't think probably in the history of Rotherham United the club has been in a better place. I genuinely don't. I I I, I mean we've had some good times, eighty eighty-one. Promotion season and everything else, you know, and, and and I'm sure we had some some good times prior to that, prior to prior to me starting to watch in uh, in 1912. Um, but but in all seriousness, the club has never been better placed, um, and Paul Warren is a massive massive part of that. Um, obviously, Tony Stewart's done the done the work in the background, you know, with the, with the ground and everything else. But a football club is all about its team; it's all about its squad. It's all about the football, obviously, um, and I just—I mean, yeah, I, I cannot think of the the, the words to uh, to describe the difference he's made, um, and and yeah, yeah, he's had five years. Yeah, it's been up and down. He's, I don't think anybody ever expected him like Danny said to be to still be here after five years, um, particularly after a couple of relegations in there, but it's a measure of Paul Warren, it's a measure of his team, it's a measure of Tony Stewart, that he is still here and he's now overseeing probably one of the best squads this this club has ever seen, one of definitely. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, you can only end by saying long may it continue and he is for another five years.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's talk about the game on Saturday afternoon. Um, there isn't a great deal to cover on this game, <laughs> not much <laughs> happened. Um, but we'll do have to fill 45 minutes of it. Um, let's go and talk about the lineup first. Hope, first of all, a couple of changes as we all suspected. Richard Wood can't, well, I probably can, but it's not advisable to play three games in a week, uh, cause can, because you of obvious reasons. Um, so there was a change at the back where Wes Harding came in to cover a position a came into the center of the three uh rage kept his stand-up position uh, Ollie Rathbone came in for Jimmy Lindsay uh Paul went after the game saying that it would have been lunacy for Jamie Lindsay to play two games in a short space time having come off the back of a hamstring injury um and Mikel Miller came in for Shane Ferguson uh, I don't know if that was again a matter of managing Ferguson I know he's got a recurring issue uh but those, are your, those were your changes. Obviously, Victor keeping his place, which was really a talking point, but he did keep his place uh, in there. Um, let's start with Mikel Miladani. Uh <laughs> Paul Warren said were was man of the match. Um, he did everything that Chio does on the on, on, on left-hand side on Saturday. I thought it was excellent. He carried the ball really well. It was, it was a constant threat. His balls into the box were eight or nine times out of ten really, really good. Uh, there's, there's a player there. There's some player inside him, isn't there?
3: I mean, we've said this on the podcast before, he's like like the left-sided player version of Chio, really, Mm. but he's still a little bit raw like Chio was in his first season. Um, But I think Miller's been brought in to add a bit more pace on the left-hand side, because I thought Chio was more or less marked out the game. Like They always seemed to be on him, and he he wasn't able to really move around as much as he did, say, against Cambridge or Ipswich. Um, So I think Miller's been brought in to add that threat on the left-hand side and just break it up a little bit. Um, It's just a shame that the conditions were against everybody. Like The ball seemed to move quicker in the wind, then it got held up in the air by the wind. Um, Not really helped by the fact Oxford have only got three stands. Um, you call it the Kaz- um, Kazam Stadium. It's more like the Chasm Stadium. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, but, <clears throat> like Warney says, Miller did play very well down that left hand side. Um, he more or less drove us forward during the ta- during the times that we did go forward and press the Oxford box. Uh, so yeah, fair play, Mick Miller. is probably going to start. Maybe against Stockport. I reckon he might rest him mm. Port Vale, so he'll probably come in again for Stockport.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I think I think you're probably right on that one. Um, it's key, Mick, like Danny says there, that it, when Chio gets marked, because I think I agree down, that, Chio wasn't effective on Saturday, but I can only put that down to Oxford because it just didn't work out yeah. for him. It's massive that somebody else on the other side takes over that mantle as and when. I, I, and to me, Paul Warner's probably realised that we all joke and laugh at Carl Robertson. He knows, for the most part, he knows what he's doing. He'll do his ratios. He knows Chio's a threat. And Warney will know that Carl Robinson knows he's a threat. So he's got to counteract it one way or another mm. because Oxford are a decent enough team. And
2: it's pats off to Warnie to put Miller in. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is with, with, with Mikel Miller, he's, he is, he's got the potential to be as good as Chio. There's, there's no doubt mm. about it. He's got all the same attributes. You know, he, he's, he's he's fast, he's quick. Uh, he, can, he can take a player on, happily take a player on. Defensively, he's possibly a little bit behind Chio, which is a bit bizarre, bearing in mind Chio is <laughs> an attacker. Um, but I, th- I think he's probably a little bit behind him defensively. Um, and But he's ahead of him in, in his delivery into the box. There's, there's, mm. there's not a great deal to choose between them. So, while ever Mikel Miller flies under radar, um, all, all, all the better for us, really. It's a it's an incredible weapon to have to have those two on opposing flanks. It's just you know a fright, it's going to frighten defenses to death. And while other people are not taking any notice of him, fantastic, uh, he's a good player. He's a good player. We knew we could you could tell that right from minute one when he came. You obviously knew that we had, he had some work to do, but you could tell that he had a lot of potential, and and it's starting to come true now. Mm. Yeah,
0: it is. And he's another one that's out of contract in the summer, I think. So it's a big six months for him. Obviously, he's going to want to play a game. So I assume win a new contract here, or certainly somewhere elsewhere in England, I assume. to. So it is a big few months for Mikel Miller, as with many, many other players. Um, you touched on the conditions. Danny Paul one mentioned the conditions basically ruined the game. Uh, Stephen Adams here says yesterday's referee must have attended the same training course as Gavin Ward. Another one for Mick to enter his little black book. Uh, you mentioned that you think the referee ruined the game. Uh, I think what was it, five or six, five or six yellow cards, whatever it was for Otherham. Not many for Oxford. <laughs> it was just frustrating. Every, every little decision just didn't seem to go our way. So frustrating.
3: Yeah, 100%. And if anyone wants a good chuckle, there's my reactions towards um, the referee. Please go and watch the vlog. Because there's one... <laughs> there's one moment about 12 minutes that perfectly sums up that referee's afternoon because uh, smith's challenging for the ball it's a really high lofted ball he's challenging for it but the defender takes out the goalkeeper but the referee gives a free kick because he thinks smith's done it and everybody in the stand lost their minds at it you can only only hear mine because i was like here with my phone But everybody was losing their minds, <laughs> but yeah, the, re- the referee had a bit of a stink. I mean, it was mm. his first time refereeing us, and I hope he doesn't again. You know, <laughs> like, is um, the, the only thing that would have topped it is if he denied us a 96th minute winner and then he would have been on Trevor Kettle's level. <laughs> That's that the only thing that kept him down was it was a nil nil draw. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I mentioned, the conditions they didn't help, it was just really windy and. But like I said, the ball got held up, um, take away the conditions and put it on a bright sunny afternoon in April, it'd be a brilliant game of football, That, yeah. um, but the conditions just dogged it down, it turned into a cling on for a point sort of situation with Oxford. Um, and then even with us towards the end, I think we were like, right, just don't mess it up now, take to protect the point and go home and we'll go again in a few weeks. Um, so yeah, not, not the best Afternoons, but I had a nice time traveling down with Kimmy Park, so it's fine. <laughs> That's all it's about, isn't it? It's all about that. Um, yeah, on Exactly. It's a day out.
0: Exactly. Got a really good following as well of just over a thousand fans mm-hmm. uh, in the conditions as well. Oof. A really, really good following. Really good. Um, on the bookings, that makes it five bookings for Ollie Rathbone for the season, which I can't remember when the cut-off is. I don't I'll, I will check as we're recording whether we've gone past the cut-off, but I think that may mean a one match suspension for Ollie Rathbone. Should checked that before it's that recording. That is a bit of a blow but with Jamie Lindsay back it negates it a little bit Mick. whenever if, if it's FA cup or league it negates it a little bit having Jamie Lindsay to fill that role. It's a blow
2: for Ollie Rathbone, it's not a blow for us ultimately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, is it? Yeah. Because you know you're going to bring in Jamie Lindsay who is just as good. You know, it, yeah, yeah. You don't see him running about, like like I said in the last podcast. You don't see him running about um, and and putting the miles in that Oli Rathbone does. But he ends up in exactly the same place as Oli Rathbone, mm. um, virtually every time. You know, um, and, and and to be fair, possibly I would argue, and and I might get shot down for this a little bit. I don't know. I would argue that possibly Jamie Lindsay is a little bit better on the ball. Um, he sees more. He seems to see those passes. Um Those little cheeky little passes in behind uh, that that I've not really seen from Ollie yet. I'm not saying he ain't got it. I'm just saying I, you know I, I haven't seen it. That sort of interplay on the uh, in the game uh, midweek at Ipswich with um, with with Chio that led to the second goal. I, I In my head, I can't see that coming from Ollie. I can see it coming mm. from Jamie Jamie Lindsay. Don't know. I, I don't know. But yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to wear his shirt think, back in he? if he's got got a ban.
3: I think it comes down to with Rathbun, he's more of your driving, pressing sort of mm. midfielder, whereas mm. Lindsay's more of a creative, midf- creative and impressive midfielder. Jamie doesn't seem to drive forward as much as Rathbun does. I mean, need to look mm. at his goal against Crew that came from purely him driving to win the ball back. Um, but yeah, like I said, with Ollie potentially having a one-match suspension, um, it's it's worse off for him rather than us because we've got strength in depth but for Ollie, it must be gutting because he just wants to play all the time and he's yeah. just come back from an illness and now he's going to have to sit on sit out again so it's quite gutting yeah. for him really isn't it
0: yeah I'll need, we'll need some more clarification on this because the wording is that five yellow cards before the 19th match day Saturday was the 19th match day um, I know, so I might I might all right that well, it might be alright then it might have got away with it yeah yeah um So hopefully, so hopefully that we, what we've talked about won't matter. So a pointless conversation. <laughs> <laughs> filling time. <laughs> You're filling time. Well, I looked ill. That's all it was. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to get this mix. Sixteen games unbeaten. You're never going to run through the season where every every game is a little trotting park and we're spanking every three 0 We're going to have to dig deep. And Oxford wanted it yesterday because of their mm. situation. They've clearly come into that game all right, they did time-waste a lot in the first half, particularly the first half, but they were happy to get down and dirty and do whatever they needed to do to get something out of that game. And a point's a really good result for Oxford. I know they could have won it, but it was good for us yeah. to take that battle. It's a different type of way of getting a result out of the game, which we've got to do.
2: Yeah, we have. It's going to be, it's going to be tough, this. You know, the, the longer you go and beat the more the, the bigger target is on your back, isn't it, I guess? Um, but... Ultimately, we're not really interested in the opposition, are we, at all? What we're interested in is maintaining our position at the top of the league and, you know, we've just got to keep doing what we're doing. Um, and if we keep doing what we're doing at the level that we're doing it at, we are going to be too strong for 95% of the teams in this division. You know, yeah, we're going to have days where we can't find the back of the net for whatever reason, whether it be, you know, the weather or, or, or just, just one of those days. That's going to happen. Um and, and yesterday was one of those. We at the par, post, we hit the bar. You know, it's just like, you know, it weren't going to go in, were it? So the the, mm-hmm. the key is to make sure you don't concede, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest, I'm just dis- I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with a nil-nil draw away from home at Oxford, which is which is a bit. <laughs> I suppose that's more an indication of the way we're playing, isn't it, rather than mm-hmm. anything else? Because it is a good result ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is in
0: the end. Um, yeah, it's one of those. I think coming into it, I think we all expected a bit more because of their situation. I think we may mm. have under, underestimated their desire. Uh, uh, and that, to be fair, to them, hats off to Oxford for that. They could have easily laid down and thought, "Oh, poor us." Um, but look at us last year at Barnsley with the, with the COVID-affected game. We all we almost pulled off a result against the team We nearly ended up in playoffs in Championship, mm. and we were so depleted. So I suppose we maybe should have expected that. <laughs> expected that, that type of uh, performance from them. Um, let's cover a few more comments. Brian Vernon for straight result yesterday, lads. We should have beaten them, uh, but still top, which is the key thing. Stephen Gauntlet up the millers. Good point on Saturday. Brian Vernon mentions Miller Miller gets too much height in his crosses sometimes, o- o- not enough. Yeah. Um, the a gold luck situation. And Chris with a good away crowd on Saturday. Well done to those making the trip in difficult weathers. Yeah, o- o- Oxford's a cold ground on the best of times. Uh, I'd add yesterday's weather into it and. <laughs> um the chances, Danny. The two key chances are real are real. I suppose two ones that hit the woodwork. Um, after those two, you just thought right, it's not happening today. Just, oh, let's get out with your point almost. But there were good chances, and we're really lucky. One's bounced almost back across line, one's bounced off a defender. That's just a little bit of luck, I suppose. I mean, you can criticize the attacker, but it's just unlucky for me.
3: Yeah, sometimes the uh, the ball just won't go in, however hard you try. Um, and I think that's the case in the first half, at least, because Smith's header just comes off the post and everybody in the crowd thought it were in because Smith mm. scores them nine out of ten times, just that header across goal and it's in. Um, but not this time, same with Freddy's header, and there was a chance in the second half where the ball came in and it's been headed off the line by their defender. Mm. So it's just one of them things, unfortunately. You've tried <clears throat> three really good chances at goal and the powers that be have said no you're not having one. Um the worst if the referee had disallowed a goal, I will admit. It, <laughs> yeah. would, have, it would have definitely <laughs> been in the bad books then. Um but I, I don't seem to remember Oxford having like a really clean cut chance. You know, mm. there's a few free kicks here and there that were a goal threat, but it's not like Victor's had to pull off a worldie and it's kept us in the game. It just seems to have been standard saves, you know, similar to mm. how he performed at Ipswich. Um, apart from that so moment in the second in
0: the the, the first half where he came, came out to claim it and he sort of shooed it up above his head.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's that one. Um a lot of people said he should have caught it. Don't Doven caught mm. it, but yeah, maybe that's the one of the few chances, but then it's just pot shots, really. Like, no disrespect to Oxford, I'm sure on the day they had they are a lot better, but COVID and injuries have struck them down quite hard. Mm. Um but yeah, but in terms of limiting the opposition's chances, it's similar level to Ipswich. It was just more on our end that wasn't quite at the same level.
0: Yeah. They were if that's seven days ago against Cambridge, those two chances go in probably. It was just Yeah. We all we've all watched football for long enough to know that sometimes these things happen to the to literally the best teams in the world. These things happen. Um, we were the better team. Another XG win that uh, keeps us top of the XG table as well as the real table. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is obviously very very important. Um, any other points you want to pick out, Danny? There was it really was a game of just everybody did okay. There, other than Miller, is there anybody else from our side that really stood out? I struggled to find anybody that I thought. So defensively as a unit, I thought we did really well again. But there was no standout from those back four, really, including keeper.
3: Yeah, I think um, yeah, I, I agree. There's no one that's really topped to the pile. If you like, I think it's just uh, they've done the job sort of thing. Mm. Um there was the one squeaky moment that Ineque had in the second half where his pass back was a little bit short, but it just got <laughs> dealt with. Um that was a bit of a you know your fingernails are gonna come off if something <laughs> bad happens with that. Um but now like you say I think it's just a very standard we've got the job done performance from more or less everybody and I think the only thing that's put Miller on top of the pile is that he seemed to have got Got more crosses into the box, and he was more accurate with his crossing than Gio was. Um, Midfields again, nothing overly exceptional. They've done the job and won the point, if you like. Um, Yeah, just standard performance from everybody. That's not a a criticism, nor is it a praise. It's just Mm. you've done you've done your job and you've done well. And let's just move on to the next one. There. It's sort of a bar that we set almost set ourselves. We've
0: played okay, and we should have won the game. We've, mm. You know what I mean? We, 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 it's not like we've played amazing and not won the game. We've played okay, and we feel like we should have won. Um, I think that's that's a pretty good place to be in, really. Against a team like Oxford, or um, yeah. we we f- fairly decent. Uh, no goals again from a strikers. Mick. minor point, I suppose. They, they, again, they both played well. And both could have scored. And to talk about that, we've talked about the, in the woodwork twice. They could have scored. Mm. Um, Smith's not scored since since his ban, obviously. Uh, for instance, only since last week, but any slight worries that it's it's not dry up it's one game and i'm trying to pick on anything we can talk about <laughs>
2: um you're clutching at straws anyway, here man i am you? really, you really are us, yeah I am. no <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for that no i mean the, listen the they no there's there's absolutely no point whittling about it like you said we, we could have had three or four or two or three certainly in that first half um and it just it was one of those days it just didn't happen did it um that, and like you've already pointed out again you know it happens to the best of them so so now there's nothing to worry about mate we still okay. got a point we're still top at league we are um while you've that, i have now managed to find some
0: more research and the yellow card cut off for rathbone 19 games inclusive
2: yeah so, which so is on the
0: it probably probably means a ban. The next question which I can't answer is, I don't know if it applies to the FA Cup. It sometimes only applies to uh, league action. That'll become clear in the next seven days as well. Um, so there you go. Hmm. Uh, I have really struggled in here. Is there anything else you want to talk about
2: Unfortunately, I couldn't go, so I had, to, I had to make do with a I follow commentary. Um and um I I've, my man of match is is um is because his commentary is brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. fantastic. <laughs> uh, again, and they were great. Um it, it's interesting. It's interesting because you two guys obviously watched the game. You you, you two guys went to the game, and I didn't. And and that the your perception of it, just listening to it, it is mm. is for me, we were, we were all over him first half, could have battered him. It, it sounded as though you know, we we could have been two or three up at half time and 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 comfortable, um, and then second half it was a bit nip and took. They had a bit of a period towards the back end of the game, um, but I, I, I perhaps that's not um, listening to you two talk. That's not possibly the way it actually panned out. So it's, it's I don't like it. I don't want. To, I don't. I don't want to be listening. I'm not listening to it again. <laughs> and we have to go. We, we,
0: we certainly were miles best team at first half. There's no there's no question about it. They had. The counter attack, which they didn't really use, there was no, they, it. It would never really hurt us in the first half. Um, but other than the two chances where we hit the woodwork in the first half, there were no real
3: other clear-cut chances of the day. It was
0: just lacking a game, lacking in chances.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> I think so. I think we can also put that down to the weather, okay. um, with the we seem to try and play a lot of long ball against Oxford as well which Mm. seemed to go against us. But I think that might be because that was maybe the way that we could get round Oxford's defence, because a lot of the time they had 11 men behind the ball. Mm. As soon as we got the ball on the halfway line, there were 11 men behind the ball. And I suppose if you're wanting a good result against a team that is top of the league, you're generally going to go 11 men behind the ball, overemphasised with the COVID outbreak in in their camp as well. So that's another reason to go 11 behind the ball. Um, It has worked for them. It's a fair play. Um, and we tried to break it down with long ball, but we couldn't do that because the wind held the ball up. But then when we tried to play it on the floor, there was, like I say, eleven men, but just trying to go after their ball in their half. So yeah, they've limited the chances, like you say, and it was a game of few chances, and nobody took the chances, and that's I end up with nil nil. You know, if you don't, if, if you don't take your chances, you don't score, do you? <laughs>
2: Yeah, simple as that oh we're clutching here we're really clutching Uh, shall we go (laughs) over and talk about the game again see if we can (laughs) make another 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah
0: uh, Brian Verda mentioned I think I think think it's a good point it it would work twice at first off if they go in we win 4-0 and I think he's right I think if one of those goes in it becomes a comfortable game Uh, uh, the game it was for Oxford they were fighting for their lives almost if you kick them in they're going to go down Um, but it just weren't meant to be um, the only final question I have, really, I think, I think, I think, only if I think is the final question: is the substitution, the final substitution? Danny, I was a little bit confused about Freddie coming off. I don't mind you can change strikers. I, I can't work out not bringing Grig on. Um, I know he's gone for a bit of physicality, a bit of height, but Grig's just got that now and even in those crazy conditions, Grig's just got extra little bit of now and knowledge and skill to maybe create a little bit of something out of nothing. I, I know it's good to get mates under Coyote. But in the circumstances, I was really, really surprised they didn't bring Greg on.
3: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I was a bit, bit puzzled with that as well. But I mean, it would have just been the the, uh, the sort the sort of moment for JJ mm. <clears throat> to get his goal in a game like that. You know, really dogged performance. You know, where the conditions have been horrible. And imagine the stories if he'd have poked in the winner in like the ninetieth minute. You know, but I agree from a um, from a football. Uh, point of view where you want to be winning as many games as you can you could argue that to put grig on someone who knows the league and knows how to scrape a win out of, out of nothing effectively hmm. you could say <clears throat> put grig on um but i know it's a lot of people puzzled about why we put wood on and then because i think wood came on for chio didn't he we'll come yeah. For chio? yeah 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 I heard a lot of people puzzled about that, like, oh, why, why has he took the winger off and, you know, put the defender on? It's like, because Gio had nothing down that right-hand <laughs> no. side. The poor man, he was <laughs> just pushed out of the game. He might as well just sat on the sideline because he, he mm. was getting virtually nothing. Um, and to put Harden in that position was to shake up a little bit. Um, however, we did sort of drop into a back four at one bit. Yeah. And came under a bit of pressure for the last five minutes or so until we went up and got a corner. Um, but yeah, like you say, I think bringing KO'd on, it was more of a getting him the experience of that sort of game, if that makes sense. Mm. You know, because yeah. he'll only learn from it and he'll learn, um, sometimes the conditions are awful, but you still have to put in a performance. And again, he was another one who did okay. You know, it's not like he's come on and he's got two left feet or anything. So he's done mm. all right and that's the least we can ask really of him just you know do do all right and just crack on again yeah and i suppose but, uh, thinking about go on Mick.
2: Uh, no i was just gonna say there, there's obviously the other reason that um he, he's possibly not bought greg on his because sunderland will be calling him back in january um so he obviously needs to get uh, jj some time I just thought what I'm I'm trying to do here is liven it up a little bit. You know, people, you've got to bear in mind that some of our supporters, our poor, poor supporters, some of them have had nothing at all to moan about now for probably three months. So if if we can just start that rumour, that that rumour that Sunderland are going to be calling Grig back and Tony Stewart's not going to go about it, you know what I mean? We, we, We might be able to just sort of spice things up a bit because it's getting tedious on social media, to be honest. Everybody being <laughs> positive and.
3: <laughs> I'm starting so that, to miss it, that uh, Lavish Styles UK Twitter account. He's been very quiet. Yeah, <laughs>
2: no, I'm not missing that at all.
3: He's a, <laughs> a Manuel
2: fan now, aren't he? a Manuel fan on a Wednesday night now, aren't but, he? Uh, but yeah, so if we want to, th- uh, it's just a conspiracy theory, really. But, you know, they seem to be quite popular at the moment. So there you go. Griggs going yeah. back to Sunderland, and that's why he's not starting. Clip that bit. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. I'll clip that <laughs>
2: bit. Um, I'll ask about the Ch-
0: Chio. Danny mentioned makes a good point That make it makes me sort of think that, that one of the reasons we need to manage Chio is not necessarily because we're doing which we obviously, it's part of it. But if you play Chio from the start of every single game, he's going to get marked out of the game from occasion. There are going to be times where the best way to play Chio is to give him 25 minutes that, at the end of the game. That will sometimes be the most effective time
2: he can have on the pitch. Um, yeah, I suppose you could argue that. You could argue that, but then uh, Chio's going to have to deal with that throughout his career. You know what I mean? It, it's going to have to find find a, a, a way of dealing with that. So, you know, I, I I'm I, I'm not saying that. If I'm perfectly honest with you, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think that's I don't think that's worn his way. I might be wrong, but um, I think Chio, Chio's going to they're going to double triple upon him sometimes. You know, um, so. And, and whatever league he's in, because of his pace, that's gonna happen. So so no, I'm not I'm not convinced about that one. Sorry, mate.
3: Okay. I, I can see where you're coming from as well, Matt. Um okay. it's the um <laughs> it's more of the um the shaking up of the style sort of thing. Like mm. if you like I say, if you can not play geo consecutively, they're gonna go, well, it's just a problem down the right hand side, just stop him mm. being able to do anything effectively. But if you were to just swap it round and play Mattock as your left centre back and then play Harding as the right wing back, then they'll try and mark Harding. And then if you play Miller, you know, then they'll think, yeah. oh, the attention's not now on the left hand side, second half bring Chia along, and then you can just run right on right hand side when they're all tired. So I, I can mm. I can see exactly what you mean with that. Um but like Mick says, it's not the warning way. If he's playing well, he's got the shirt. Mm. You know, yeah. we see that with the goalkeepers. Um but now, like, like you say, mate, he needs to learn how to uh, get himself out of them situations where he's yeah. effectively man-marked by two players and still be able to... three at times time time yesterday, out. weren't there? Yeah, exactly. There were three at times as well. <clears throat> and I know Woody even had three players on him at a corner as well. You know, because he's like, yeah. here he's, he's called the wrecking ball, he's going to score an header. So he's got three players <laughs> on him. Um, but what I will ask as a t- talking point, is it a penalty on Miller in the first half? Yes or no? I had people in the comments answer that. Is it a penalty on Miller yeah, yeah. in the first half? Yes or no?
0: On first glance, I thought it was. Yeah. On the slow replay, I didn't think it was. Having watched your video back, I thought it probably was again. So I flip-flopped from three different sides. But in conclusion, probably.
3: Um, yeah. What do you think, Danny? Um, you know, I was in the same boat. I was like, when you watch it live, I mean, everybody's going to claim it's a penalty when you watch it yeah. live. You know, the player goes down in the box. Every If you don't claim it's a penalty, you know, you, you might as well just be sitting down eating a sandwich, you know, just yeah. not passionate or anything. <laughs> I mean, I, I went back at Stan. I was screaming for it, you know, as you do. <laughs> um, then it's like, everyone's saying, well, maybe it's not a penalty. You know, it seems to have gone down easy. But watching it back, the player clips him. Hmm. And and I've, and I've analysed it like, come on, match <laughs> today or Sky Sports on my phone. It's like, has he clipped him? And you just see it clip him. But the reason the ref hasn't given it is because he takes two steps and then goes down. Yeah. It's, it's not an we, immediate in. referees not given it, which is quite poor in my opinion.
2: We're not a team that goes down easy. I mean, we know that referees don't, opposition managers, players, supporters don't know that. Um we we don't. We we know that we don't do that. So um in the main anyway. So probably a penalty. And I didn't even see it. <laughs>
0: Uh, Harvey <laughs> Kelwick thinks it was a penalty uh, Ryan Bergen <laughs> thought it was a penalty live but not seen a replay uh, what's the replay will just confuse you even further uh, <laughs> um, we'll comments. Brian Verdon, he could be okay if they play to him either um, give Ferguson 15 minutes with a crossing I think that's a fair shout uh, mm, later on yeah. in the game uh, Chris Wright good to see Vickers, Victor again any news on Vickers I, no to be honest with you I, I, I had not seen anything in the post-match I just think it's the fact now that Victor's got the shirt. I don't think there's any anything uh, anything else to that anymore. I understand um, from the
2: commentary from uh, from Joe Matic was saying that Vickers is still feeling his groin slightly. Nothing serious, no no major issue. Um, hence him being on the bench, uh, yeah. but it's still not quite right. Um, so yeah. interesting to see, if it, you see who plays on Tuesday. He's got to win his shirt yeah. back, hasn't he? Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve Adams on the penalties and thinks maybe it was influenced by the crowd. Um possibly. You know, you never know. Referees at this level.
3: They're at this level for a reason, Fortune, So you never know. It, that has just reminded me about something as well happening in the game with crowd influence. Uh, there was a moment when Oxford were on the attack and the whole of the away end of every single thousand one of those millers. Called for offside, and then the lino gives it, you know, and, th- and then we give him I give him abuse. Going, we shouldn't be doing your job for you. If we can see it's offside, if your flag not go up immediately, you need your eyes checking. You know, uh, this this sounds like the berating the referees episode, but it's I'm reliving that frustration from it. Oh, it's not going to do me any good, <laughs> but Honestly, I think. The only reason I didn't break my feet on kicking chairs is because I had my steel toe-cap boots on because of the snow. I'd, I'd be talking to you live from the hospital with a, my foot in a cast. <laughs> Welcome to my <laughs> world, <and yeah>. Danny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Th- those, those games where nothing happens make it even worse because everything the referee does is magnified because there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah, It's like the Wickham yeah. game. Bobby, yeah. I know Bobby Madley had an awful game, but if we'd have won 2-0, we'd probably have barely mentioned him. There were no, no we will talk about. We would have
2: mentioned. It. No, we would done. have mentioned it because that, that, yeah, that would. Die. It's a bad example. It's a bad example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Jacob Plum who so is he's an Oxford fan. Good game, guys. Thanks for not destroying us. It um, <laughs> wasn't for lack of training. Uh, yeah, very, very good. Good day in terms of not losing. We're still top of the league. Um, Wickham could only draw a again away Wednesday. Uh, I have seen some Sheffield Wednesday fans getting particularly excited. Uh, one suggesting that uh it's all coming together now
2: after a two-two draw against Wickham. All coming together. Well, um I, say, I mean you, you need to set the bar a little bit higher than that, lads. Just say yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know I'm, what I'm I mean? hanging my I'm all out to dry there, to be fair. But I, I've got uh, yeah, to. well, <laughs>
2: I mean I mean I mean all. Listen, we drew nil-nil with Wickham. Right, and that was the, possibly the lowest point of our season so far. It was the the worst worst game of football in inverted commas that I've probably ever seen. So if if you're happy with that, mate, and that's absolutely fine. If it's coming, if that's what you consider coming together. I might find myself another club.
0: <laughs> um, Wigan ensured that Plymouth's uh, recent form continued to nosedive. Plymouth, I think, lost three in a row. Uh, Wigan with a very, very late win. We didn't mention this in the last show, but we should obviously send our best wishes to Charlie Wyke mm-hmm. uh, and John Egan yeah, as well, to be yeah. fair, because they both collapsed in the past week or so, uh, one on pitch, one in training. Um, it's worrying. It's a couple of people out, a couple of people obviously, the not ones in the summer. Best wishes to those that have been affected by those two. Um, terrible, really terrible Um, so that was obviously a big game for Wigan, Uh, they've channelled it very very well and that's a really good win away at Plymouth, Sunderland picked up a win um, and then obviously we've talked about Wednesday already, so level on points with Wigan, three three goals ahead of them uh, in goal difference, that's why we're top of the league but we've now got a 10 day break um, so we don't have to worry about the league for a little bit so let's have a chat about the pizzas the pizza trophy, Papa John's pizza Um, it returns for the first time since 2017, possibly, we're in a knockout round of a pizza trophy. Um, it'll be Port Vale who come to the New York Stadium for a seven o'clock kickoff on Tuesday. Looking at the Port Vale team, there's been no Jimmy Proctor for a little while, so it doesn't look like we'll be getting the reunion with him that we all sort of wanted. This, this was all yeah, the reason yeah. I wanted him. Um, so that is a bit of a blow, but. Maybe he's come back from injury. We might, we might get to see him. Fingers crossed we do, but I won't bet on that to be honest with you. Um, So let's have a look at with half of carvey Kelwick. What who do we think is playing against Port Vale? <coughs> uh Let's start with the keeper, keeping. Mate. We know Victor is, is currently first choice. We also know that Vickers is although he's fit is not 100% fit. He's still got, like I it's still feeling a little bit. The, why you'd be for me, you'd be stupid to risk him. The Vickers again in Port Mail. Why why would you do it? But then at the same time, you'd be a bit daft to risk Victor. Mm. So would you bring Chapman in if he's fit? Yeah, why
2: not? Yeah, a lot a chance. Mm. Sorry, Danny.
3: No, no, (laughs) you're talking straight out of my mouth, Mick. I agree with you. Best to give him a run out and see how he does. Yeah. And like I say, don't risk Vickers if he's still not 100%, don't risk Victor um, because we'll need him after the 10 day break. But I can't understand if Victor does play because, again, it is a 10-day yeah. break and yeah. it might just ruin the goal once so he hopefully doesn't have an injury that keeps him out longer than 10 days. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, Danny, you
3: got the record man I'm going to come to.
0: We are 16 games unbeaten. Am I right? So that's an equal club record?
3: Yeah, in terms of consecutive games unbeaten run. Because <clears throat> like you can obviously break it down into league mm. unbeaten yeah. runs as well. And that's sailing off into a distance of games I can't be bothered to count. Um, (laughs) But in terms of from one game to the other in all competitions, the record is 16, um, which is I think in the 50s, the 70s and the 13, 14 Mm. season as well. Um, So, yeah, we've equaled that record. So that's now moved up a level on my spreadsheet. Uh, but, but yeah, if we draw or beat Port Vale, then it is a record of consecutive games unbeaten, you know, competitions, which is just testament to our Paul Warns Don't mm-hmm. just bringing it back to the start of showing his five year anniversary. Happy <laughs> anniversary, warning <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, if we drew but lost on penalties, would you still count that as an unbeaten game? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I mean, technically, we've lost because we haven't gone through to the yeah. next round, have we? Um, but technically, we've drawn, so it's one of those weird ones, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on how the websites <laughs> listed. It. If it's got an L next yeah. to it, even though it says 0 0 draw lost on penalties, then we'll see. But personally, okay. I count it as a loss, is what I'm saying. I, I probably would as well, yeah. Nick, any thoughts on that? I don't care.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I know, I, I know, I should do, and I, and I apologize to any Rotherham fans listening who, who, who have any sort of affiliation to this competition. But the sooner I it, the better, you? hey? You know, I know I'm going, yeah, yeah. I know I am. I know I'm paying my money and everything else. I'm going to see my club. I'm going to see my team, but I, I don't want Half price. any part of it, to be honest. Half price, yeah, obviously, because it's uh, two for one, or it was two for one I don't know it still is. Um but but yeah I, I'm sorry. I, I, I double pepperoni mate that's that's pizza for me. I'm not I'm not it's got nothing to do with football.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair enough.
2: But having um, said that having said that hmm. what, what we're talking about team team news I'm hoping same as Brian that we do get a dolphin in midfield against uh, either Port Vale or Stockport. I'm not I'm not bothered which it is <laughs> but I would love to see that. I really would. Hmm. Okay, just
0: yeah, same. um We normally. Well, I thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, I've mentioned about the kids coming in for the pizza games. Um, as we know, Jake Hulls on loan at Geisley, they have a game. They have a cup game on Tuesday. Um, which I I would assume would trump our recall option for the pizza trophy. So Jake Hull might not get a start on Tuesday, which is a shame. Um. Blow that for me that's a blow because I want to see him, but at the same time, if he can play a proper competitive game in FA trophy, that's more that's better, better for him maybe than the Pizza
2: Trophy. I don't know. Of course it is. Of course it is because ultimately he's not going to figure in our squad this season, is he? He knows that, we all know that. You know, he's he's won for next season and beyond. Um mm. so so the more competitive games he gets at a at a higher level, um or, or a more meaningful games, then the better. So yeah, I, I can't, yeah, no problem with that, is there?
0: Yeah, Jacob Grant's obviously also at Geisley, so he probably won't play either. Uh,
3: we've got one, one more guy. Who's the other one out on loan, Danny? I can't remember who else is out on loan. Uh, Jerome Greaves, I think he's at Matlock, I think. I, I think, or oh, is he even recalled, I'm not sure. Last last time I checked, Greaves was out on loan at Matlock anyway. It looks like he is at Matlock, um, so he may or may not be out town,
0: is it? Um they are also playing Tuesday. So there's a good chance a lot of these youngsters, or three of those youngsters who had played big parts in the three three games probably won't get their chance on on Tuesday, which is a blow for us blow for us watching them, but they're still playing competitive Mm -hmm. games, hopefully, which is the most important thing. Um with that in mind, Danny, that makes change of defence a little bit more complicated because we would just bring Jake Hull in to to, you know rest somebody else. We now haven't got that luxury. So what what are you going to do in terms of defence in trying to still rest players?
3: I would probably rest Reg out of the <clears throat> Reg and Woody out of the uh, the three, mm. and then have Hardin, Icky, and probably Matic come in. I know it'll be off he'll be off commentary, which will be gutting for some people. But <laughs> you know he's still a, he's still a footballer at the minute. His <laughs> job title. Um, but yeah, bring Matic in left centre back, uh, get him some minutes as well. Um, move Hardy out onto the right hand side and then bring Icky into the middle, I think.
0: Yeah, good shout. Uh Harvey Kelly mentions that Bowler could play centre back. That is true. I hopefully we'll see Bowler on left wing back. Um mm. that's that takes away Miller and Ferguson. Um you, you'll see a much more rotation for this one in the FA Cup. They'll still rotation in the FA Cup game, but more less so in this one. More, more so in this one. Um in the midfield, Mick. Again, we'll see a Dauphin, um, which we'll hopefully see a Dauphin. Um, barring any really young kids that we don't know about, well, the well, DeRose started against City, didn't it? So mm-hmm. we could see Rose again. Um, it's, it's tough because, again, Jamie Lee's just coming back with a hamstring injury. Does the fact that Rathbone's got a yellow card and a potential match ban, does that mean you might be more likely to play him? Barley is, has played a lot of pizza trophy games. Um, what should midfield three looking like?
2: Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one. I think possibly if Rathbone has got a band coming up, I think he I think we may well see him on Tuesday night. Um I think we may well see Jamie Lindsay at some stage, whether it be as a starter or or, or coming on, uh just to get some 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 time under his belt. Um and then Curtis de Rose or and or um somebody else from the the, the, the uh the juniors. Um you know he's got a lot of options there hasn't he he has got a lot of options open to him Uh, I can't see us seeing Ben Wiles and I'll be surprised if we see Barley's uh, I'll be honest Um, but yeah the the squad is not massive is it whilst we've got lots of depth it's not massive Um, Mm. so but yeah obviously and the Duffin obviously Um, I think he's a he's an absolute nailed on starter Uh, and, and hopefully Bowler is as well
0: yeah. Yeah. So then, the, then the, the final sort of question, Danny, but I suppose this answers itself is will you play up top? I assume just bring
3: Coyote and Griggin. Yes, yeah, I think so. I think, um, like Mitt said, I think obviously we're not going to change the shape because, like Warney said in the paper and in interviews, 3 5 suits us very well. Um, so I think midfield will be a dolphin sitting in Barlays' position. Uh, and then probably De Rose and maybe Rathburn if the ban applies to the FA Cup. But if it applies to an EFL competition, which would be the trophy, then probably Lindsay. Um, like I say, on the left-hand side, probably Boller. Um Then on the right-hand side, maybe Chio. But you could give it Sadlier or, or even well, play Sadly it, wasn't um, a
0: squad. Baza mentioned sadly, went in the squad on Saturday.
3: Yeah, so it I, I, I thought sadly maybe it was the hamstring injury. Um, yes, could be because he was just round at Angus McDonald's all day. At least that's what I saw on in his Instagram story. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, well, so he could bring he could bring sadly arena He could play Harding further up on that right hand side. I'll leave that into Warren's brain to work that out. Um, what, were they, um, what were they doing
2: at Angus McDonald's house to pull his hamstring? <laughs>
3: Um, just, just, just chilling. Don't, out. don't answer that. that. <laughs> <You know. laughs> um, the, then, yeah, up from ko and Grigg, you know, the players who needs more game time minutes and who are not, not down the pecking order. Because, again, it sounds bad to say, but the one who hasn't started the last couple of games, bring him in, get minutes in him. And knowing Greg will probably score because he likes the FL trophy with us, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, he's scored in every game so far, hasn't he? So mm-hmm. he's got to keep his record up. <laughs> um let's see how it goes. Look, with this com- the longer this competition goes on, I make once once a It right? for me, the longer it goes on, the better. Because the more we can get these people getting these minutes under the belts. I don't know when the next round is played. I assume it's the new year. And we'll we'll need to keep the, the miles sticking over in a and sadly because there are injuries coming up, people are going to get injured. It's, if, if, you know, if we're still in this competition you know, Year, that'd be perfect for someone like Angus McDonald. Perfect, right. Angus yeah. McDonald. Yeah,
3: good shout, very good shout. For, for those reasons
0: alone, let's try and go. We've, we've got a kind draw. We ain't drawn Wigan. We've drawn Port Vale, who are an average team in League Two. Let's do it. Let's try and let's try and win the game. I know we will. <laughs> no, no, I was about to tell Paul watson you not know, <laughs> He's not already going to do, but yeah, it, it could be an important competition in terms of getting those players back. So I hope we win unlike mick yeah just to
2: lose <laughs> listen i didn't say i don't hope we win I, I said i just don't care okay fair enough um so there we
0: go that is all i have uh is there anything else you two want to talk about i've got time if there's anything else you want to mention um if not we'll let everybody have a 10 minute
3: early end there. i i will just come in and try and blow someone's mind with a stat for you um oh. Now, our highest scoring season is 1950-51, as far as I'm aware. Or at least it's our highest scoring season that we've won something. Mm. Um Now, in the 19th league match day, we were top, right? And we only dipped down to second once throughout the rest of the season. <laughs> um The unbeaten run isn't lining up, but we are still a very high-scoring team. And I believe we are outscoring that season just in terms of match day 19. Um, So make of that what you will, but we are in line to potentially have our highest scoring season. And the last time that happened, we won the league. I'm just saying. That's what the numbers say. I'm just saying. The numbers say we are guaranteed to
0: win the league. So everybody, lump your life savings. Don't.
3: Don't do it. Uh, He's got yeah. A thousand fans every away game from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, these things match up, mate. You need to get on board, mate. I'm on board. I'm on board, mate. I'm just, you know, I've been a Rotherham fan for many, many, many years. I don't need to say anything else other than that, really, do I? You know, mm. come May the sixth, seventh, 9th, whenever it is, I'll be, I'll okay. be.
0: Just sorry, blood. It's the thirtieth of April, of the last game of the season.
2: Well, whatever. Yeah, but on 9th of May, I'll still be happy. True. I probably still, Stop. I'll probably still be drunk. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, whenever it is, that's 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 the time. You know. Mm. Yeah, there's there's so much, so much water to pass under a bridge so far, but yeah. we are absolutely on fire at the moment, and long may it continue. Yeah, so much so that we had Talk Sport asking us to go on on Saturday.
0: I went mean, on Talk Sport at the prime time, half past six in the morning slot. You know, that's where they have the big boys on. <laughs> what I Look Saturday. at you. Look at
2: you, mate.
0: Yeah. uh Yeah, I'm still tired from it, to be honest with you. Getting up with that early on Saturday morning <laughs> It should be illegal. I don't know how they do it every week. um Yeah. And people are starting obviously take notes. Very top of the league, people take notes, don't they? Uh, of
2: course they do. Mm.
0: So let's hope we can beat them on going. Like I said we're not playing again in the league until next Tuesday when Steve Evans, Gillingham, if he's still there, uh, come to town. But we'll cover the games in between. Stockport County on Friday night—they've sold about a million tickets for that game. Uh, Seeing them buying tickets in the Rother end, which is not mm-hmm. ideal. Um, but we're on
2: it. Really, anyway. minute.
0: I thought yeah. that
2: I thought that game had finished its seventies, but they are from Lancashire, aren't they? So you know, they are most of them still are in seventies. So. <laughs> Try and be nice.
0: We're having one of their fans on, on Thursday, so try and be nice. I'm Come
1: only on. kidding.
0: <laughs> You're upsetting a team who's in non-league. Come on.
2: Mate, mate, look, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's 80s. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh brilliant.
0: Um, so yeah, we'll be back on Thursday evening on the YouTube on Friday morning. Uh for the post for the pre-match for Stockport. We will have um somebody from the Stockport County podcast, which is the scarf that Bagheera wore. Um, they'll be out they'll be they'll be on our podcast later on this week. We will review the Port Vale game as well. Whatever that is. I suspect more, more might happen in the Port Vale game than happening in the Oxford game, to be honest with you. So, oh, that'll God, be easy. so.
3: and it'll be warmer. It'll be warmer
0: <laughs> as well, which is the most important thing.
3: Yeah.
0: Um so hopefully yeah. uh, Um well. so well, we'll see, won't we? Uh, so thank you all for watching, listening um, we do really appreciate it, if you've not already go over and subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel we, we, we are now nearly at 400 so there's loads of people subscribed over the past few days up to 390 subscribers get on over and watch Danny's matchday vlog uh, for the Oxford game uh, and let us know I if think you think it's a penalty problems. from Danny's angle from, on Miller watch the, if you watch the highlights, watch them, Danny's angle let us know if it's a penalty or not um, not that it means anything because it's already done but let us know what you think <laughs> That's what, that's what we're here for, to talk about what people think. Uh, and don't forget, Manscaped, if you need any manscaping um, products, go with to manscaped.com, code NYT uh, for 20% off and free shipping. And I think their Black Friday offers are still live. So if you get over there, you'll probably still see some of those still going. Um, Mick, will you be back in England for the next
2: episode? Indeed. Well, Fantastic. I'm saying indeed. It's been snowing over there, hasn't it, uh, over in well, sunny South Yorkshire. Um, exactly. And I've got to come up at Pennines, so who knows? Oak could happen, really? mate. I might just stay in Wales till Tuesday. I don't I think it's have to have to advertising. No, it's I not mean. really. It's not. had <laughs> a power call on Friday night. All really? power went out. Yeah. Oh, Fantastic, mate. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> uh, brilliant <It's> 2021. <laughs> You're in North Wales. Keep- can't even <laughs> keep the electric on, man.
3: <laughs> saying about Stockport being stuck in the 70s, North Wales is. That's why I keep having yeah. power <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah. Thank you all for watching for that nonsense that we talk about. Uh I like, said, so we're back Thursday and we'll see you very soon. Mick, Danny, it's
2: been a pleasure. Thank you very much. You're welcome. No
0: worries.